Yeah, you know what it is. Special episode, Quarantine and Chill, part three. Our time. Uh, welcome to No Bad News, Quarantine and Chill edition. I want to thank you guys for joining me this afternoon. For sure. Um, obviously, we got some topics that we want to discuss. Um, be sure to introduce yourself to the people. Um, Chuck, I'll start with you, man. Go ahead, tell the people a little bit about yourself, what you do, what you got going on. All right, cool. first of all, uh, oh, my bad. Go ahead, Buzzy. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know if you said Chuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, go by Charles. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> the government name. Well, uh, well, I'm Charles. Uh, Charles Tinsley, and um, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, I work in the healthcare profession. Um, I'm a recent graduate uh, and within occupational therapy, okay. uh, help patients to be able to uh, function uh, within the hospital to be able to. Uh, gain independence to uh, be discharged back at home to mm-hmm. do their normal daily living tasks. Um, I work with patients with uh, many different diagnoses, such as stroke, uh, tra- traumatic brain injuries, um, uh, multiple sclerosis. I mean, it, it, it goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, of course, I love music and I DJ too. DJ smooth so. it out. You already know. So, um, but that's pretty much about me and, okay. you know, I'll just keep it short. No, that's good. That's that's cool. Dorian, what about you, man? You want to introduce the people? You introduce yourself uh, yeah, to the people? I'm Dorian. I'm Dominic's oldest brother. Uh, I work at Costco. I'm a full-time dad uh, <laughs> of three. Uh, I drive mm-hmm. a forklift at work, and uh, after we open, I, I'm a cashier. Yep. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. I am also a new podcaster, so if you want to check out my show, it's called Let's Talk Shop, where we where I discuss very tied, like the tentative topics. Yeah, he talks about politics and sports and things of that nature. It's mostly politics, though. That's what's up. <laughs> uh, we gonna we gonna jump right into it, man. Um, quarantine and chill. Uh, the first question of the day is, you know, what kind of effect has the coronavirus taken on your everyday life, whether it be work, personal, things of that nature? Uh, Charles, we'll start with you, man. How, how has this uh, kind of changed life up for you a little bit? Well, it caused a, a major effect within my life. Um, everyone know me as a DJ here in the Charlotte area, besides being in healthcare, in the healthcare field. And it also slowed me down from being able to... Um, do my gigs, um, being able to, um, make the side income, of uh, working in bars and, uh, different, uh, venues. Um, and it also caused a, an effect for me to not be able to go play basketball. I enjoy playing basketball. So with all the, um, uh, places being shut down, uh, it caused everyone to be just within their house, you mm-hmm. know, and so they can't go anywhere. Everything is pretty much like at a pause. So it has affected me in that area. And um, I mean, with this, with this COVID-19 going on, you know, I can't go to the gym and work out. So I have to 
do the quarantine version at the crib and work out, <laughs> you know. So I ain't about to make that fade to the gym and work out, especially what's what's going on. So, yeah. Um, but I can say it has affected me um, uh, majorly, specifically. Gotcha, gotcha. Dorian, what about you? How, how has this kind of changed life for you? Uh, you know, it hasn't really changed life for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I. You know, Costco has been a considered essential business, yep. so I still get up at the same time, maybe a little earlier. My sleep pattern's a little off because I'm going into work a little earlier because the hours change. But, you know, I go into work, take her, you know, the kids to the babysitter, go pick up the kids. I will say the most challenging thing is, is uh, teaching kids while they haven't been out of school. I mean, haven't been in school. So, um, like, I want to give, you know, the teachers are doing a really good job in, in, in here in Toledo in the Savannah area by, like, making sure they're keeping in touch with the parents uh, so that we can continue, uh, you know, at-home learning. Uh, a lot, a couple of things that have affected me as far as the, like the challenges is like how divided our country is coming. Oh yeah. Um, I thought we would be. I thought. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of people become helpful, but for the most part, like everyone is pointing the finger, and it's you know sometimes things aren't anyone's fault, and I and I, I that's one thing I just don't like seeing right mm-hmm. now. No, I got you. I got you. No, it's. It's definitely a lot of finger pointing, and you know, for the for the most part, I've I've seen a little bit of both. I've I've seen the people that are doing the finger pointing and uh, blaming it on politics, blaming it on the politicians, the leaders, and things of that nature. But I've also seen people come together and do things as a unit um, within my job. You know, I'm a franchise support manager. I look over about 140 plus stores, and just to mm-hmm. see the kind of feedback from the owners that are supporting each other has been amazing. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some some negative to it, but. You know, I don't, I don't focus on the negative around here. I don't, I don't do that. So, um, <laughs> right. You know, ne- next question of the day is, uh, what's the first thing you're doing once the stay-at-home mandate is lifted? What's what's the first thing you're going to do, Charles? Man, the first thing I'm going to do is try to get somebody some toilet paper or something. <laughs> you know, what I mean? I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm making sure everybody. No, nah, I'm just kidding. You know what I mean? But. Um, I mean, the first thing I want to do, of course, like everybody, is just try to celebrate, you know, try to be able to um, spend some time with their family, spend some time with their friends. I'm calling one of the homies up. Mm-hmm. We're going to find somewhere to hang and, and, and chill. Um, prob- and, and then, too, I have uh, plans this summer to go on a small vacation, you know. So um, right now with, with this going on, it's kind of like, you know, how long is this going to take place? But um but that's pretty much what I want to do. I want to be able to make sure that um, I give uh, enough time to be able to celebrate with my family and friends and, you know, make sure that I enjoy the time that I have with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Gotcha. What about you, Chad? What's the first thing you're doing, man? Uh, as soon as I, you know, because I'm an introvert, uh, it doesn't affect me that not to go anywhere because I like staying at home. But, I, you know, I wish I could just drive up to Detroit and um, take my kids to see my parents. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's, I mean, pretty much it, just to go see them. I do want to see my grandmother. I've been thinking about her, both my grandparents, pretty hard yeah. um, with this going on because they said the people over six are such a high risk. That I, you know, I can't take my kids to go see them right now. They're germ. You know, they just carry germs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> go see my family, like, that's just the first thing I want to do because I I just missing them right now. Yeah, man, I see that you're missing your grandmother and your mom. You know, what about your younger brother? You ever think about taking a trip to come see him at all? You know, he ain't seen you in a while. He lives so far. Uh, so I would just hope that he would uh 
he would just come to his parents' house and we could just meet up. Okay, there. so that's what we got to do. All right. Sounds like a plan. It sounds like a plan. I'm going to Detroit when this thing is lifted. It sounds like y'all. Detroit. Uh, 313. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, ne- next topic of the day is, you know, like I said, you know, my, my podcast uh, revolves around good news. That's what obviously that's why it's called No Bad News. Um, and I try to find the best in everything at all times. While being at home or being at work and being able just or I guess being forced to just go from work to home and kind of cutting it off there and that time of being in those two places, what's the most inspirational or most positive story you've had a chance to to talk about, read about, whether it be on social media or, you know, just with those conversations with your coworkers starting off with you, Chuck? Charles, my bad. No, you straight because. um are you asking the most inspirational thing I read about? Is that what you asked? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, well, um, I haven't read anything that's pretty much as recent, but I can say that there is a book that I read that played a lot of inspiration um, on my mm-hmm. life um, yeah. when I was an undergrad undergrad in college. It's a book called The Pact, and mm-hmm. um, it's about three men who grew up in New Jersey. And they were all friends and um, they made a promise to go to school and become doctors, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I believe they grew up in Camden, you know, it's a, a tough area, rough city. And it's an auto autobiography book. And mm-hmm. um, it talks about their experiences of what they went through to succeed and go into the medical field as, as doctors. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of helped me to be able to not give up. Um, and it helped me to um, uh, be able to keep um, going to school and try to be able to um, get to where I am today, you know. So um, I really enjoyed reading that book. It was it was a lot of things that I liked about it, um, and it kind of helped me to just uh, be where I'm at today. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Dorian? What's the most inspirational or positive story you come across in the last few weeks? Or, or, or period, for that matter. I stayed away from the news, honestly. Yeah. Um, I listen to a, a conservative podcast, yep. and that's where I usually get my information from, because it's yep. not like a kind of scary podcast. It's not like a bunch of, you know, who's controlling what information you get. This person just puts out facts, and that's it. So I listen to his podcast. So that's my only news, but I will say that there's a girl that I work with and her name is Emily, and mm-hmm. she had was battling like having panic attacks mm-hmm. and anxiety. Yep. And uh, I was reading her Facebook like a couple of days ago, maybe uh, two days ago or something like that. And through this, she said that uh, she would, you know, if anyone needed bath tissue or needed someone to get, you know, take uh, some run some errands for family members who shouldn't leave the house, that she'd be willing to do it. Uh, and I look at that like, you know, as we were talking, like a country point of finger that this is, the, you know, I, I wish there's more people putting things up like that yeah. out to, to help people, to kind of keep people in the home. You know, one person doing uh, several things is better than several people doing one thing. Uh, right. So what, whatever, you know, how they're telling us saying that. So uh, I think that is, that's, that's beautiful just to see, you know, people Absolutely. doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to you, Emily, if you're listening to this podcast. Um, last order of business, um, and I think this is a, kind of the, the, the fun question, 
aside of what you guys are doing after the the stay at home mandate is lifted. But did you find anything new about yourself or did you figure out there's something new about yourself by being forced to just go from home to work and kind of being quarantined with just your family? Have you learned anything new about yourself? Um, I definitely learned something about myself. I learned that I am up and about all the time. <laughs> I can't sit down. <laughs> and so with this quarantine going on, um, it, it slowed me down uh tremendously with that because I'm 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 used to being sociable um as a DJ and going out to different places to DJ and, and amongst uh hundreds of people and stuff. So um it slowed me down tremendously. And sometimes I'm walking around the crib like I'm in Vietnam. You know, I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't sit down. So I try to use a substitute for that. Try to yeah. DJ on live, as, as you know, like all the other DJs to play music. So that kind of helps give me my therapy yeah. for what's going on. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's caused the world um, as what we see, seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's caused a lot of things to be at a pause and which is kind of abnormal. And, um, you know, but I believe that things is going to be able to um, get better and improve. Um, you know, we just have to be able to uh, look at this as something to uh, be prepared for and um, be able to uh, appreciate the important things that we have in life. Because um, sometimes you never know what can be here and what's going to happen the next day. Absolutely. So, so yeah. What, what about you, Dorian? What's uh, what's something that you found out about yourself by being quarantined at home with the family? Um, well, two things, and I and I had to think about it, uh, because I, I like you know me, I'm I I don't mind being at home and not doing nothing. I, I you know I'm not a big fan of just always going outside. I, like I like to sit in and play the video game, watch TV, uh, yeah. you know that kind of thing. So. Two things, uh, my patience, and this is not necessarily the patience with my kids. I feel like, you know, like I have patience enough to, to deal with like, you know, crazy kids running around the house destroying things. But my patience mm-hmm. for people uh, who lack uh, control, you know, mm-hmm. so they say, you know, if you're going out, try to grab things for two weeks. People are coming in out of Costco, buying one or two things. And it's just, I'm, you know, I'm trying to show, I'm being patient, like to say, like, why can't you stay home? Like, are you really going to eat, you know, 12 Clementines? That's what you came out for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the second thing is, um, and it's really interesting because we're talking about this uh, stimulus package. And, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. Like, so so I, I, I have read about that. I've talked about that with people. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it, but that's not what I'm here to, What I'm trying to say is I would like to be in a position where if something like this happens again, I am more prepared than I would mm-hmm. be. Because I would have liked to just take time off of work so I wouldn't have to yeah. deal with it. Uh, yeah. You know, we have to take our kids to our babysitters and we're putting them at risk because I'm going to work for people who don't want to stay home. Um, yeah. so, um, so it's like the circle of people are just at our risk. So I would like to save, you know, have a little bit more money in my savings that I would mind, you know, like, because my theory is if you can just save up three months worth of bills and whatnot, like your, your not play money, but the serious money that you need to have set up have like three months yeah. of that ready to go. Yeah. I think I'll be I'll be a better mm-hmm. shape. So I learned that by myself. I really do need to buckle down and just kind of cut things down and start saving my money. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh-huh. And I mean those those are those I think those are like two really awesome answers. I mean, because you know for a lot of people they they don't learn anything about themselves other than they're either they don't have enough going on 
or mm-hmm. they're just boring as an individual, which is okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I see it. I know you guys see it on social media. Like people literally don't know what to do with themselves anymore. They it's don't. just like, they man, don't. like you, <laughs> like you got, this is the time like for, for, for me um, and you Dorian, like we got kids. So we got to keep <laughs> other humans entertained and, you know, on the ball all day long while we're at home. But for some of these people who get to go home and go to their apartments and go to their houses by themselves, like, they don't know what to do with themselves. And it's just like, <laughs> man. Like, how, like how can I'm you... Getting a, I'm getting a notification for a challenge each day. Every day. Do, Every day. do this. Do that. I'm like, man, what else is important that y'all, you know? I saw somebody go live, and it wasn't nobody with them. They just went live, and they just started just cooking <laughs> and just started talking. <laughs> Hey, Sinead, what up, bro? Hey, you don't never go yeah. live. You, you that right. boy? You that boy? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's all good because you got you can't you, you kind of laugh about it to yourself. And you know, you know, that's those are my people. I follow them on social media, so I got to deal with it. But right. um, th- those are the questions that I had written down for you guys. I'm gonna throw a curveball, and I meant to do this yesterday, but it's okay. all good. Um, hold up, I didn't do that. What, no, it's it's not going to be one of those a tough questions. Um, it, it's just more it's more of a, a, a like a like a life life view question. But and I, and I'll start with you on this one, Dorian, because I know it's a little bit different for Charles. But um, as somebody that works in you know essentially corporate America, um, you've been with the same company for what almost ten years now. Twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. Um, what advice would have would have you given the younger you, knowing what you know now? Oh man, that that is a good question because I was considered doing that a podcast. So yeah. thanks for stealing my thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still do it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, the younger me, I mean, me right now, would tell younger me to be like, be proactive. Don't wait yeah. for something to happen before it, you know, it happens. Always be prepared for the worst. You know, we make fun of these people who plan for doomsday, but yeah. right now they're ahead of everyone else. Yeah. You know? So, like I said earlier, I would like to have money saved. I think I would tell myself to be a little bit more persistent for things I love, such as, like, you know, I, I love what I do. I wish I was further along, like, you know, in management. But I would tell younger me, if you if you knew, if I, would, if I know what I know now, if I'd have told younger me, like, hey, show up to work on time. You know, don't make any friends like that. Everything is business. You know, like, those kind of, I would give my advice like that. Uh, I think right now, me right you know like i said i'd be i'd be better off gotcha mm-hmm. no i appreciate that feedback and then chuck it's a little bit different for you because not only are you in the medical field but you're a dj too mm-hmm. uh, so your, your question is going to be a little bit different okay what advice would you give someone you know just starting off college or you know in and off those uh prerequisites and going into the medical field mm-hmm. but then the twist what advice would you give a young dj a young dj i tell them you know to study his art you know study his art don't try to become a dj off the rip you know because um it'll show and i would say learn to learn to learn the craft uh take your time learn from the best that are doing it where they can be able to mentor you so that when you come into the game you'll know what you want um so um that's something that i would educate uh, a young person or someone that's wanting to get into djing um to be able to learn the craft um you know crawl before you walk you know walk before you yeah. run so um yeah. those are my uh, advice and tips to give someone that's um 
coming into into DJing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Now, what what about somebody young going into the medical field? Um, knowing what you know now, and if you're okay with me sharing this, mm-hmm. I remember you know when you were you know doing your final test and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, everybody, at least me, I was praying for you, mm-hmm. and I know there yes. must have been a lot of a lot of pressure, a lot of weight on your shoulders, but. What would you give advice to somebody kind of going through that same struggle that you went oh, through? What, what would help them and get them through it? Yeah, and I don't mind sharing that story briefly if it's okay. Um, Absolutely. You know, a year ago, I was in a, a facility, outpatient rehab, and it was pretty much, I didn't realize I kind of set myself in a can of worms, you know, trying to mm. uh, go into a place that was nice. And uh, and I had, I, I really didn't think about all the type of things that I would have to do in that type of setting. Um, my instructor had me um, originally to go somewhere else. Um, and mm-hmm. eventually, once I was able to get past that obstacle, um, I thanked her because, and I and also, but first I apologized to her because I didn't realize all the hard work that she um, put into mm-hmm. putting me mm-hmm. in somewhere that was going to help me. So um, when I went there, you know, I had an instructor, uh, excuse me, a CI that was horrible, you know, horribly mean towards me. You know, I didn't know if I looked like an old ex of hers or, you know what I mean? I didn't know if I looked like some dude that dumped her. You know, it was just just crazy. And the people that worked outside of there, they loved me because I used to volunteer there. So, but when I got there with her, I mean, it was just, it was crazy. So what I did was I reached out to all the resources that I could get help with. I, I, I reached out to my classmates. I reached out to uh, mentors that are also in the occupational therapy field to try to help me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I kept studying. You know, I didn't give up. And not only, what I, not only did I not do that, but I also prayed to my Heavenly Father to help me be able to get through it because he was the one that helped me get through it because... I, I if I just knew, you know, because if sure. I if I if I didn't have faith in in Jehovah, I would have I wouldn't I wouldn't have made it. So um mm-hmm. that's what I would be able to you know advise uh someone that's wanting to come into the medical field to make sure that you um listen to your instructors. They know your personality, they know how you learn, um, and they'll be able to help you be able to get through um your 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 uh, your field work and your clinicals. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's pretty much what I I did. Awesome. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Charles Tinsley, a.k.a. DJ Smooth It Out. You can follow him on all social media platforms. I know he's going to go live soon here. He's got, he's got, he's got Throw some Throwback Thursday. He got some Throwback Thursday, oh, yeah. baby. Let's get it. Also, Dorian Davis, uh, host and founder of Let's Talk Shop. Let's Talk Shop, the podcast. You can find him on the Anchor app, hey, uh, Spotify. One thing yeah. Quick? Sorry. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I just want to make sure everyone knows that I, I have so much, like, like a soft spot right now for all the nurses and doctors. And yeah. aside that, like, you know, with everything going on, they're putting themselves at risk every day. And aside of that, mm-hmm. I feel sorry for all the, the businesses the small businesses and even some big corporations because I, you know, I think about the car businesses that they don't, you know, they can't have people, they're not producing. So all the big businesses, the small businesses, they can't take care of their employees. 
and aren't, you know, obviously generating any kind of income. So I just want to say that I'm sorry, sorry to hear what's going on. Like, I'm sorry that this is happening for them. And I'm glad that we have the people like Chuck and, and Cherry, like, in this medical field to take risks yeah. like they do every day. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the caregivers, man. Yeah, the caregivers are huge. Yeah, for sure. So... So, no, I appreciate you guys uh, giving me your insight again. Thanks for hopping on uh, Quarantine and Chill. Uh, you guys be safe, stay healthy, and I will talk to you all soon. I love y'all. Love you too, cuz. All right.